What's up, world? It's your boy, Sway, from MTV News. The FC has won. Oh, damn it. <laughs> stupid, stupid typing. Uh, I got to say it as it's written. The FC has won at joke, so we are back <laughs> for episode 133 of Knifey Line Radio. One at home, I should say. My oh, name is Burning. Jonah. What did you Jeff say? Jeff Burning's on his way to the longer room. <laughs> I had like two replies. I was like, damn it, I can't delete this now. <laughs> Look out, longer room. It's coming in hot. <laughs> My name is Jonah, true fan who never forgets. Joining me is a man who tried to enlist on 912, but the recruiter said it wasn't fair to the Taliban. It's Zach. Ooh, I know that's right. Sorry, not enough room in the military. Go home, son. That's what they always say. Today, we'll celebrate a truly rare occurrence, an FC win. Then we approach Snow Leopard rarity with the first home win in Teak history. That'll be the recap. Was, uh, sorry, I don't mean to keep interrupting you. Was my recruiter CT? Go home, son. (laughs) Go home, son. Chris Tamborello? It was. I think that's his name. He's still on the challenge. You can believe that? Yeah, I've I've heard. It's a good season so far. The bets are really hanging together. Uh, we'll set the table, not the table in the week, but the table for the podcast with some FCC headlines. Um, yeah, we'll pick an FCC Man. of the week. Kevin has some shit to say. He is absolutely fuming about this home win. It's a brand new. Then it's potpourri. Potpourri. Uh, folks. 25,000 people watched the team grab their first win at home last night, but 250,000 will say they were there. But if you're one of either group, you're in the John Hark's Cave of Wonders. Zach, did you hear me say that to Eli last night? That he's in the John Hark's Cave of Wonders? (laughs) No, I looked at it and I said, 25,000 people are here, but 250,000 will say they're here. (laughs) He's never looked more confused and kind of annoyed (laughs) it's not feeling my jokes last night no it wasn't feeling anything last night no uh it is sunday night unfortunately we didn't do it sunday afternoon it's a tradition of old klrs to do Bengals play-by-play whilst recording the podcast but the Bengals did one zach you were there how many how many Bengals games does that make for you now uh one (laughs) that was my first ever (laughs) never at the old stadium either no no Wow. Um, what yeah. say you? It was pretty fun. Um, it was funny. Um, I think I was telling you at the FCC game, there was a Reddit thread, people complaining about swearing in the Bailey. And um, quite a different world at, at Paul Brown. <laughs> um, no one's going to get mad at you for dropping any F, hard or soft. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not a great place for children. <laughs> if you've I'll been on Twitter was... the last few weeks, <laughs> preseason games have been nonstop brawls. No, it was pretty good though. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I tweeted out. I, I like to be the stat guy, you know, the random stat that I just make up. I've tweeted, I think at least, <laughs> at least twice that first time the SEC and the Reds have won on the same day. <laughs> right. Yeah. It wasn't true either time I tweeted it. It, was, it already happened. Today I tweeted this first first weekend that uh, FCC, the Bengals, and the Bearcats won on the same weekend. And I didn't look it up, but it's one of those things you're like, that's probably true. I mean, FCC yeah. uh, doesn't win a lot. 
Yeah, no, could be. Uh, neither did the Bengals. Um, what else? It's Sunday evening. The children are sleeping. Last night, the last day, last night, we had people over to swim in the pool. Because this is a, people know, fans of the podcast know, I have a pool. But guess what? Bad boy's getting demolished. Zach, what are you going to miss most about my pool? (laughs) Um, Yeah, the free swimming. But uh, I think I only swam in it once this year as me and Eli signed up for the Y. Um, So we're just going to keep on hunting pervs and (laughs) stick at public pools. Yeah. The only perv in my pool is talking on the mic right now. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's right. Folks, 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 folks. Uh, Should we get right into the FCC headlines? Yeah, hell yeah. Marker. Try not to edit this because I'd like to lay down. I was, this will, a great story. I was sitting in one of those hanging swings on our deck, not moving much on it, just sitting there peacefully, and it broke off the hook, and I fell straight to my derriere. Lots of laughs had at my expense, but I'll tell you what, I had to shake it off because it really hurt. <laughs> had to be the bigger man, but uh, a lesser me would have been in absolute tears. So sure. um, this podcast is my 9-11, but I'm going to well, push through. <laughs> I'm often referred to as a lesser Jonah. So maybe I would have been in tears. FCC headlines. I came up with, ended up with 10, but a lot of them, you know, you'll see that kind of just go in the same the same style over and over again so it's nothing to write home about but uh what did you end up with at the end of the day um so i started at nine as in 9 p.m it's 9 36 <laughs> right now um i've got seven and i've said this before but they are so bad <laughs> uh yeah i mean they never take that long to write when you get going not saying that years are like what was it sting said he he wrote uh I'll be watching you in 10 minutes. It's not like that, but I think I wrote, this should say this, I wrote all mine at stoplights on the way to pick up pizza today. But I'll go first since I have more and get some out of the way. This one, this one isn't even a headline. I'm just going to say this because I saw them as a sponsor on the video board. It was not worth writing down. But I'm going in. Um, They named an FCC sponsoring insurance company after street luge master biker Sherlock farting while going downhill. It's called Riplo. <laughs> Riplo. <laughs> Biker Sherlock. Guys, if you know who Biker Sherlock is, please reply to my podcast uh, posting tweet tomorrow morning. I just, just a little experiment I'm doing. If you know the name Biker Sherlock without Googling it, you're officially only, in the John Arks cable. I can only hear his name in like the old ESPN announcer. Guy. Biker Sherlock. <laughs> He's uh, got long hair. Yeah. Uh, if you know Biker Sherlock... Arlo Eisenberg. Sure. Um, Chris Edwards. Chris Edwards. Christian. Yeah. Andy McDonald Mm -hmm. wearing some airwalks. All right. Here, Bob, I'll go ahead. Let me give you a real headline. This one's from the Buenos Aires Bugle. They always have some crazy headlines. Corked butt. Lumbering Lucho refuses to pass the gas as Kubo and Vasquez beg to be Dutch ovened. (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) Yeah, you are. Um, what a moment. I have a similar one. This is from the Tri-City Beat. I'm not sure which cities uh, this periodical refers to, but from the Tri-City Beat. <laughs> In a world of lose and shows, Isaac Atanga is more likely to receive a pass from Ferrigno or Margaret than our own Lucho Acosta. <laughs> 
I'm just happy I got that one live. It's one I would probably listen to the next day and be like, oh, right. How did I miss that? Lou Cho. Yes. 4D chess. You're playing with these headlines. <laughs> Everyone knows Lou Frig now. Yeah, for sure. This Some is know one. Margaret Cho. <laughs> it's from uh, Delta Sky Mile. Or was it called the Sky Miles? Is that what the magazine's called? I can't remember. You know. Well, there's Sky Mall. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, this one's from Sky Mall. <laughs> <laughs> the air up there. Brenner nurtures a goal with a high-flying crop-dusting tap-in. TFC keeper left with methane in the membrane. <laughs> I'm going all farts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. This one's from, uh, on the same token, uh, Toledo Introspector. That's a new, it's a new, uh, Newspaper here. Brenner, damn near killed her. Like my <laughs> like my young son when our neighbor Denise went off to college. He really missed a sitter. <laughs> what a journey. <laughs> it's two headlines and for the price of one. They don't they don't really make sense together. <laughs> missed a sitter. Oh, Ain't that the truth? She'll be back on Christmas break. Maybe she can watch you one more time. Uh, this one. This is from the Amsterdam Amulet. It's because my middle name is Brutus. Yap Stam confuses his booze and delivers his most passionate coaching performance. <laughs> Yap Brutus Stam. <laughs> I didn't have time to look up a Dutch name that rhymed with a boo or had a boo in it. It doesn't matter. That's good. Brustus. Uh, All right. I got one from uh, the Omaha Tribunal. <laughs> tribunal? <laughs> Tribune. No, Tribune. Tribunal. <laughs> All right. Loser of many midfield abduls. He takes two steps forward and two steps back. Keep those legs together. Because Acosta is going to try to nutmeg you. <laughs> is there an Abdul on the other team? No, it's a Paula Abdul. Oh, oh, I hear it now. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Lucho. Look, I warned you. Sure. This one is from the Canadian Times. It's for the whole country. Um, they start getting, <laughs> if you think it's possible, they start getting worse here. I left the R in Canada. Michael Badley leads hapless team to shock defeat. Proclaims, this is my 9-11. Speaking of Michael Bradley. Michael Badley? Yeah, this is from the Big City Press. No puns here, but Michael Bradley's all-black boots make his feet look really small. Is that guy playing on two peg legs? Let's investigate. <laughs> Let's investigate, really. Spotlight 2. Bradley's feet. You know who else wears all black is Tyler Adams. There you go. It does it is a, it is a, it is a look now. We're so used to neon colors. You see all black shoes and they do make their feet look small. Yeah. Unless they just are. You might as well tuck in your shirt too while you're at it. <laughs> a little Damian Duff action. Um, let's see what I got. Let's do a Hazers. Is it Jesus Navas? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, he used to tuck his shirt in. He looks cooler, though. <laughs> well, let's not, let's not push. Cooler than <laughs> Damian Duff, but that's a yes. low bar to clear. Um, let's see. This one's from the Cincinnati Inquirer. 
$9 for that? Local podcaster questions plate of nachos purchased at halftime proclaims, this is my 9-11s. Oh, yeah. How about that yeah. smokers area? Finally, smokers get their due. I know. It sucks. Like, it's it'd be such a cool place to hang out, but it smells like smoke. <laughs> All right. I got one from the Seattle Sun-Times Examiner. Mm. Like, <laughs> like Dostoevsky facing the firing squad. Surely, Yapsdam's day of execution has left him feeling, at the very least, disheveled. The axe will surely fall, and for this idiot, the punishment will fit the crime. <laughs> Wow, amazing bros. <laughs> Sounds like the, the lead of a Pat Brennan article. <laughs> I know, he had one. He had one. He had a tweet about complaining about the 8 p.m. start time. And that was a roller coaster of a tweet. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, yeah, I did read that. Uh, I mean, I wasn't really, but surely the bite is not as strong. I don't know. <laughs> Some <laughs> truly bizarre. Uh, he always brings it home. Like, oh, that's pretty normal. And at the end, he's like, I bid you adieu, or is this something strange? Like, just look, talk normal. Look, Jonah, Dostoevsky was facing the firing squad. Sure. <laughs> Kevin's going to love that one. Anyway, the czar would just do that and uh, call it off to fuck with people. Mm. <laughs> God, such an intelligent podcast. You're not going to get no. anything. You're not going to get a headline like that on You Ain't Lying. I'll tell you that right now. This one is from, I can't even think of, all I can think of is like Idaho, Nebraska. There's so many more states, it wouldn't really make sense. This is from the Tennessee Tribune. Better late than never, after over two centuries as a country, SEC takes the patriotic lead and decides it's finally time someone honors the troops. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's true. Oh, speaking of, this is from the Rhode Island Discourse. Halftime swearing-in ceremony preceded and followed by full game swearing ceremony. Am I right? These fans can't <laughs> stop cussing. Was that, he, oh, was that from the Queen City Press? You didn't give us a... That was a Rhode Island discourse. Oh, sorry. This skipped <laughs> uh, That ain't no lie. Um, this one's from uh, Soldier of Fortune magazine. Uh, wait, sorry, not you. Recently enlisted military told to sit back down during halftime halftime ceremony. We don't count peacetime soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> sit down. That's gonna be the new thing. He's a Biden soldier. <laughs> sit your ass down. I know that's right. All right, this is from uh, it's from SportsIllustrated.com. Um, swimsuit edition. Swimsuit edition. <laughs> what I do is. Enter the game and instantly found somebody. Hard. Trust me. Stanko gives super sub advice to new boy Velo. <laughs> he did get a nice yellow as soon as he came in. Nice little jersey pool, which I wouldn't remember, but I just watched the highlights. This one's from the Wall Street Journal. Thin blue line. Man's flag announcing a positive pregnancy test for wife is horribly misconstrued by adoring crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> I'm pretend uh, one line is positive to make that yeah, joke work. Yeah, sure. If only. Are you done? I got one more. Yeah, sadly I'm done. Um. Oh, this one. Whew, this one was from. Um, <laughs> this one's from the Anchorage Anchor. Like watching paint dry. 
injured Vermeer tries unsuccessfully to get a boring chant started as TT refuses to spill saves. <laughs> Did anyone else hear that? <laughs> He's like, am I right, guys? Looks around. TT did spill one. You know what he did? He jumped on it instantly. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And it was like to the side. <laughs> Nicely. Before we, uh, before I forget, Jonah, that was the loudest of your uh, TT chants ever. Thousands of TT. I saw lots of people mentioning it. Uh, I don't remember the scenario that uh, I came up with it. I'm sure Max was around me. I don't have much else to hold on to, but I know TT whoop whoop was for my head. Max, you have all the other ones. Uh, apparently, they're doing uh, a, a take on Piano Man by Billy yeah. Joel now. Yeah. A little long. <laughs> if anyone wants any input, I can tell you which chance kill the momentum. Um, but that's that does. <laughs> I was usually when they're that slow. I wait for I I think like they do the after we score they do the sh, uh, sha la 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 and you know it's yeah. halftime it's slow and then like it picks up you're like oh baby so at the point where you think I didn't know it was piano man that would have changed my my mindset of what I was expecting but I'm like okay here comes the part where we really <laughs> hit it it just did it again I was like we're gonna lose. I know I proved that like the Viking clap thing that it doesn't uh, we have not been scored on more often <laughs> during the Viking clap. I went through just to check it out because they do it at the 40th minute. Um, so I'm sure, you know, it doesn't affect the thing on the field. But at that moment, I was like, oh, boy, we're going down <laughs> for sure. Uh, but we didn't. But, you know, we're on the side. Whatever gets people involved, you know, I will no, absolutely. begrudgingly support. My problem, I hate Billy Joel. I really do. I think uh, no matter what he's produced, Uptown Girl is one of the worst <laughs> creations of all time. I put it up there with like the likes of Nickelback. Um, somebody on FCC Discord asked, uh, does anyone have the lyrics for that Billy Joel song that they were singing? Like the FCC lyrics, and I posted all the lyrics for uh, "We Didn't Start the Fire." <laughs> it made me laugh. I'm just trying to imagine. <laughs> Little wordy for Jim. <laughs> I should make an F. Did we joke about making an FCC version of that? I feel like oh, it's possible. Maybe but... <laughs> or. Uh, what was the? Uh... Yeah, either that or the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> that one's even worse. Not a worse <laughs> song, but like worse for doing that. Uh, I think Billy Joel's also. We should make a channel of that bare naked lady song. The Chinese chicken. That's worth posting that on Facebook just to have the people who are like, awesome. Awesome. Love those guys. That would crush. Finally, someone speaking my language. Sorry, buddy. That was a fishing expedition to see who's a bitch. Oh, man. That's not cool. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Got another one. Like, this guy's a real jerk. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know they still exist, but without the guy who sings most of the time. I do. It's pretty funny. Um, I learned that on an episode of The Bachelor. They performed oh, really? live. 
And some guy was like, I think it was the weather guy was like, oh, this is one of my favorite pants. I was like, yeah. you're not going to win. Um, what else? TT whoop whoop chance. Oh, yeah. I was. I don't know if you've, there's like a, it was on Netflix. It was a documentary about like um, musicians for hire, like studio musicians, touring musicians. Mm-hmm. And there was one about Billy Joel's band. And basically, it seems like the consensus was this guy's just an enormous piece of shit. And uh, the one guy who lasted the longest was his drummer who made it through when he had kicked out everyone else. And the tour was over and they were going back home. And uh, he wanted the guy thought he was going to be able to fly back on like the large jet with uh, Billy Joel. And yeah. he was like, no, you got to take a bus home. And he was like, why? And he said, I think he said, because I'm fucking Billy Joel and you're not or something. It was like a joke. I was like, oh, my God. So yeah. now every time um, I see him, I'm like, oh, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Swinnett was just telling me uh, his wife had a run in. They were celebrating I think their anniversary this Friday and uh, with Billy Joel's guitar player who was really punishing her <laughs> at the bar, hotel bar. Yeah potentially pretty drugged up <laughs> anyway. oh those current current guitars current guitars yeah, yeah just, just the played other here, friday right. night yeah yeah um apparently a real asshole so there you go <laughs> he's a magnet to him um i'm billy joel and you're not well that's true um what else billy joel billy joel 25 23 minutes in i haven't talked about our first win <laughs> the teak yet I had some other Billy Joel thing, and I can't can't remember. Yeah, he was at uh, Great American Ballpark the other night, and I was like, it was on Twitter, and I clicked it, and like one of the first tweets was from this woman. It's like heading to Billy Joel, not a mask in sight, and I was like, Ugh. and then I clicked her profile, and it was obviously like freedom. I love how nobody's like, what a strange thing to get excited about. Like, yes. Yeah. No one's wearing a mask, like, at the very least. How about just you are not wearing a mask and uh, whatever. Anyways, Billy Joel, piece of shit. Uh, FCC recap. Also, he auto-tuned that Super Bowl anthem. Am I right? right? I was going to say that. I mean, horribly, and they put it in the wrong key. The live auto-tuning has gotten much better. But, yeah, Billy Joel, go ahead, look up Billy Joel Super Bowl, and they got the fucking T-Pain auto-tune on him. And uh, when he goes for the notes and he's not quite there, it's like, <laughs> it's a real cornucopia of notes. So uh, who's your God now? FCC recap, Zach, back at the teak. Saturday night against the bottom dwellers of MLS, Toronto FC, the only team below us in the Shield standing, uh, supporters, Shield and the Eastern Conference. And uh, we already beat them once in Orlando before they had been back home. Starting lineup, Stom is sticking with his guys. If you were hoping for rotation, Stom was a big fuck you. He's like, no, I'm going out guns blazing. This could be my last game. It wouldn't have been, but it could have been. So he runs out the usual suspects. Zach, before we got in there, you know, it was 9-11. Patriotism everywhere. We're playing Canada. Absolute must win. But if you had to bet your life on it, what were you predicting for the big game? Um, I was thinking zero zero possible one one draw situation. Yeah, there's no evidence that Toronto was gonna beat us, but I was like, I think it'd be pretty funny if we lost to them, and so that's all I had in my head. I'll say this: I was studying 
Toronto accent <laughs> getting ready for that pod. I thought it was pretty possible. Yeah, so really, is a win really a win if you lost out on uh, a Toronto-hosted <laughs> FCC-themed Toronto podcast? Uh, the real question I had for myself was, could I differentiate my Looney Bin voice for a Toronto voice? And I'm going to say no, but <laughs> it would have been interesting to hear a try. And we would have had to get a hold of Nick. For sure. It's not a podcast without that. Um, but they did have the earlier chances, but I think it didn't take long, even though there's lots of players on Toronto I recognize. You got your Dom Dwyer, your Omar Gonzalez, your Michael Bradley, a couple other guys who are quite familiar. Um, Endo, pretty familiar. Endo of hat trick fame against USL FCC when he was with TFC2. Um, some of Tommy G's worst calls ever. I know you're when you're a homer you're calling your own team. You don't want to get as excited for a visiting goal. But it was like three Galazos from Endo. And the third one, he's like, and Endo puts in another one. <laughs> like, come on, man. Give it a little love. Like the guy called the Ottawa game when, when uh, Kenny Walker had the 40-yard bomb. Um, but, yeah, they're not great. Not a great not a great team. But uh, we had the first, the first strike, and it was Lucho lobbed it over to Brenner, who from our angle – did not score, but got his big, juicy paw, foot paw on the ball and poked it in. The, the, goal, the goalie didn't even move. The center back didn't really move either. Took me a second. Kind of took some of the, the sting out of, a positive sting out of my celebration because I had to hesitate because I was so sure it didn't go in. But it did go in. one nothing. Zach, what a goal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but, and it, I mean, he did great to get to the ball, but it did happen so slow. I was like... You know, kind of looking around. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor didn't even get out of her seat. That's what kind of fans we are. Hey. What else, though? First half, you know, huh? <laughs> I don't really remember. Um, <laughs> I remember the stats, being surprised by the stats that uh, Toronto had so many shots. But like you said, they must have just been shit or like chips I think they from had outside one on, the box. One on like, goal yeah. in the first half. Um, halftime there, Jonah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, this is a battle for countries. This is like a World Cup type battle when Toronto and uh, USA plays. Um, it's my nice... favorite was uh, sorry, it was Michael Bradley kind of backing into Kubo, not expecting him to be there. Getting real mad, <laughs> he did. And Kubo's just like, I don't know. Uh, big stat though, Kubo for the game committed zero fouls. Did you ever think you lived to see the day? No. No. Um, I know he's scored in other games, but for me, this might have been the most complete Kubo performance yeah, dude, we've ever seen. Shot. He had that rip, too. Um, kind of hit the top netting, I think. That would have just been the icing on the cake. He's making tackles. He's playing good balls. We did have a lot of lots of long balls over the top, um, just like we did the last game. None of them amounted to shit but you know it is what it is um the right best after, one being uh, oh man sorry jeff cram or jeff cameron over the top to a tonga and he tried to kind of half volley mm-hmm. that would have been glorious that was the best ball of the night maybe we also had after we scored isaac tonga with a beautifully hit cross to a s- cross hit to a streaking brenner who uh boofed it 
really no other way to, to say it. Tommy G said, and the defender did just enough to put him off. And as soon as the replay goes, oh, that's when you got to put in Tommy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the defender didn't do anything. Um, Brenner just scuffed it. Lucky for him, he had just scored that goal because that's about as a bad a miss as you're going to see. That's not that Montreal yeah. one earlier in the year. Yeah, no, if he hadn't, if he hadn't scored, that's all we'd be talking about. Um, He's going to end up. About, go ahead. I was going to say, I thought about going after Tommy G on Twitter for saying that Harris's goal was deflected. <laughs> <laughs> Get your eyes <laughs> checked. After all he'd gone through that the other week, I was like, nah, <laughs> it's not the time. <laughs> you call it a deflection? You don't even know the game. <laughs> It might have been a double deflection, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> uh, that was fun. But, uh, yeah, that Brenner miss. I think he, he's going to end up with, like, double-digit goals, I bet, by the end of the year. It's crazy. And we're going to look at it and be like, ah, interesting. <laughs> but well, So it's not bad for someone's first year. And for us, I mean, we I don't think we've had a double-digit scorer in the MLS. I'm just going to – I'll tweet that out. <laughs> That's it'll gospel the, now. I mean, who would have been be the first season? Very quiet 10. Yes. But, uh, I mean, that's a brace right there. If he gets his offside goal from the, it's like the Columbus game. Mm, maybe the Columbus game at home. Uh, the goal that should have not been offsides. He had the side netter in the Columbus away game. And then second half, he gets on the end of a mistake by um, a Toronto defender, and he gets a good foot on it. And that hits the side netting, and that fooled a lot of that corner to our left. And I saw a guy jumping up and down. I just don't know how I caught him. And then, like, I saw him, like, turn his head quick, and then just, like, his hands go down and his head falls. <laughs> I was like, you could see the whole thing happening. And uh, yeah. that would have been are something you, else. Are you ever in the position where, like, you're the only one in your section that sees the flag up? <laughs> Like you want to tell everyone who's celebrating a goal that's gonna be just give them the moment. Yeah, just give them the moment. I'm like looking around, like you want. I'm like you want us to wave around the guys. You're embarrassing yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's also the flip side is the guy who's like way too happy to be the one who knows. No, no, he's offside. No, no, no. It's like oh, (laughs) this guy watches the game. Big soccer guy here, Uh, Zach. I don't know if you noticed the. Usually there's, to our back right, there's two older men who complain. You know, FCC complain a lot, but these guys, with every single yeah. player, like, oh, you should have gone forward. Oh, you should have gone backwards. Yeah. They're um, constantly coaching. Yeah, this guy, this time, looked like he was on either a date with his wife or he's, you know, he's out there in the world with another older gal. But I think that that kept him in check a little bit. So God bless her for being there. He was still annoying, but it's been much worse. Much, much worse. Yeah, he was still annoying. Demanding pressure a lot. Much like Botter on our kids' team, right? (laughs) Um, That's right. (laughs) Oh, that's a joke for literally no one. Uh, Oh, sorry, Alex. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, then Harris gets his deflected goal. And the next big chance, I think we're holding on for a long time. Maybe 80th minute or so. I'm not ready to... They score one goal, and I'm. It's you know Defcon whatever. Is it one is worse than five? It's Defcon one. Okay, if they score, uh, they play a ball in the middle from left to right, and then TT comes out beautifully, gets a hand in there, and stops what looked like was about to be a goal. 
uh, and then kind of double saves it. And got, I think that's when he got the biggest TT whoop whoop of the night because that was probably his best save of the game when he came out. And uh, that's when Vermeer really dropped to his knees and said, why, God, why? Because, I mean, coming out, making a big stop, he's not just a, a shot stopper who's cemented to the ground. He's out there. He's coming out, and he's making big plays. Zach, talk a little about that TT save. <laughs> the people that was, it was fucking great. I think he had a bunch of good saves. I think he's had great saves all season. I was thinking about this, too. If the rumors are true, one, that he's just an asshole and was, like, skipping training, I think that's a fucking stam failure there too you can't let a player skip <laughs> yeah and it's not like we didn't have a backup we had cody cropper and we had ben lunt who was banished who's now back so yeah if if tt was if he was actually skipping training he should they should have find him not just sign a new guy <laughs> you know? it's like the only way that we can rectify this is to pay a bunch of money for two years for a guy that everyone's gonna hate half the time <laughs> Gerard strikes again. Like watching paint dry, injured Vermeer tries unsuccessfully to get a boring chance started. Uh, chance started. Um, but the goal never came. It was Castillo came in, Velo came in, got a yellow card. Vasquez came in. Um, Zico Bailey came in. He had one moment uh, late in the game. He was through on goal, and their goalie came out and stopped him. But Zico, he was out there hustling for a while. He's very yeah. small, but uh, he seemed to play well. No Archimedes, but uh, yeah. No, I think like Zico is a good. He came in for a Tonga, right? I think that's a good sub for the future. Um, probably either side. I think Barrial should have come out. He was gassed. He gives uh, it his all. Yeah. <clears throat> we got to talk about the moment. I think it was when we're up one nothing. I think. Uh, we got a breakaway. Vasquez on the left, Lucho with the ball in the middle, and I think Kubo on his right. One defender, maybe a second out of position somewhere, racing down the field, crossing the half. We're just waiting. Who's he going to pass it to? Who's he going to pass it to? He's not passing. He's not passing. He's not passing. He's not passing. Finally, when it's too late, I think he kind of tried to make the pass, and it came to absolute nothing. One of the most egregious non-passes <laughs> to either side that I've ever seen. And he didn't even get a shot off. Like, if you're going to be selfish, I was like, oh, he's really going to take this and shoot it? He didn't even get a fucking shot off. I that is, It was the most egregious. And for Lucho, saying a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> it was it heinous. Was I couldn't brutal. believe it. <laughs> and he really deserved to get chewed out by either one of them. I think Vasquez especially, because... Vasquez had all day to get played in. The keeper's coming out a little bit. He can curl one in. It was insane. I need to find the clip of it. I didn't want to bask in that because it was the 2-0 win. It ended up not mattering. I thought it was one of Lucho's worst games. But then, you know, watch the highlights. He's involved in a lot of stuff still. Oh, and he had, like, he had some he had terrible the assist. balls. He had yeah. some terrible balls. Terrible giveaways. But then, like, he would get the ball, ball back and be on the attack. Like... Yeah, it's one of those things. Like he he juked himself out of bounds, <laughs> like with no <laughs> pressure, and you're just like, "What yeah. are you doing?" All right, I'm surprised he didn't go down hurt. <laughs> right there, <laughs> it's a real roller coaster. Um, who else? Matarita got into it with um, Barial. Barial, like bros. It was just like it, w- it wasn't a lot of um, 
joy amongst the players during the game, you'd think the score was a lot worse. Hopefully the victory kind of smoothed over some of that. Sure. But I got to find them in. I'll tweet it eventually once, you know, the honeymoon's over. But I just, I fell to the ground. I just couldn't believe they didn't pass it. And I don't know why he's gotten a little bit trigger uh, trigger shy lately. But uh didn't matter. The ref blows his whistle. 2 nothing. Get the win. Get the shutout. Kubo man of the match. First home win at the Teak. We celebrated, we collectively as the FCC fans, as if it was, well, I guess was what it was the first home game win in nine or ten tries zach just tell me what it means to the city oh my god <laughs> i don't know about that but i think uh it must have been a relief for the players and i think they they must have felt like you know they hear us boo i think we booed pretty it was a lot of boos at the end of the last game i think uh, yeah and then stam getting booed like i don't know i think it was good for them to hear like they haven't lost the support you know i mean they got a pretty good ovation towards the end of that game um, yeah i mean we're fickle but in in both ways for sure yeah and um apparently i was i had not made it inside yet i was avoiding 9-11 and it sounded like stom got a hearty amount of booze when his name was introduced as coach yeah. they were kind of, it was like lazy booing but yeah, yeah. uh it's risky now you know the shitty coach just saying his name is risky um but yeah i don't know where does this is this just a win against the worst team in mls this proves we're not the worst team i can say that with confidence that toronto is worse than us and i think we said that last time we beat them but they're a bad team for show um is there anything more it's like it was kind of the same old same old except they were worse and we they were like playing off of us. Like we were the better team, which we were, but it's so rare. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get all Kevin Wallace here, but yeah, you can't really read too much in, <laughs> into the result, but I'll go ahead and move my goalposts. And like, if we are not dead last, that's going to be the victory <laughs> for the season we, for me. Let's see if we can hop one more or two. Um, we're three points behind Chicago with a game in hand. Uh, if we win out, we can finish at, I think, 53 points. So that'd be pretty good. Well, let's, <laughs> do <that. laughs> let's do that. Stom, you can stay. Yeah, I will say it right here. I'm going to go out on a limb. If Stom wins every game from here on out, he can stay. You heard it here first. But just one slip up, one draw, the man's got to go. The man's got to go. Um, let's look at the quick look at the schedule see what we're in here for 9-11 do you feel like we uh lifted a curse which we needed to lift before uh usa mexico i was getting a little worried but also i felt like things kind of turned but just by the u.s winning 4-1 like if we had lost that game to honduras that that had been too much pressure for uh for, for this team. city <laughs> and honestly my, yeah my feelings would be this is going to be a blowout and everyone's not only are they going to make fun of us, but they'll be actively mad at our team. <laughs> yeah. um, Wednesday, we play Atlanta United, who unfortunately is good again. Um, I don't think they've lost in like eight games, and they've won a few games, even without two of their best players. So we'll see about that. And then next week, the 18th, New York City FC, who is also good, will come to town. So if you were looking to go streaking, 
Might be a quick <laughs> reality check back for FCC. But you never know. <coughs> you just never know. Yeah, last time we got high on our own supply, we'd beaten Toronto, Chicago, and we like tied someone else. So it was, oh, we beat Montreal. So it was like, hello, we're good. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, but sure, you know, I, I can be happy while the happy and happy. Let's pick, why not? Let's pick an FCC Man. of the week. Get a $10,000 gift card to the FC Cincinnati gift shop. Because these players just can't get enough. I'm going to give it to Yuya Kubo, which isn't very exciting because he got the man of the match from like the team. But uh, just a complete game from Yuya. He's taking a lot of guff, but not committing a foul, getting fouled, making passes, having a nice rip. He's everywhere he wanted yeah. to be. I don't think he's taken a lot in the past two months. <laughs> it's like the very beginning of the season, some growing pains. There's usually somebody playing worse if he's not having a great game. Anyways. Yeah. So that's me. Let's say you. Um, I was going to say TT. I thought just, he kept us in the game, but it should be you, yeah. Uh, hopefully he goes there and buys um, Barrios shorts. <laughs> Style, thy name is Alvaro. Um, Kevin. Kevin's in the last minute. Hope we can't explain. Great segment, as usual. <laughs> Use some sound effects. Your MLS minute is the thing that's happening. Your time starts right now. Boy, howdy, would you look at that. Like I've said all year, yop in. Am I right? No, no, no. But getting a first win at TQL Stadium feels really good. Here is how that impacted the Wooden Spoon race. Toronto at the bottom of the table, still on 15 points with a game in hand. Austin right above them at 19 points the game in hand as well. Above them, OFC Cincinnati, 20 points, two games in hand. Right above us, we've got Houston on 22 points, Chicago on 23 points with a game in hand, and New York Red Bulls on 23 points with three games in hand. This is one of the dumbest things about MLS in general. There's no attempt to maintain an even schedule. It makes comparing the two teams or three teams or the entire league impossible. Yup, you're still out, man. One win isn't enough. Oh, baby. Damn, dude. Pow, pow. Potpourri. Uh, potpourri. Potpourri. Zach, let's get out of here on this since we did 25 minutes of headlines. Our children, the real all-star squad, we put lots of faith in. Your son, my two sons, because my youngest is playing up with them and another cousin and friends of theirs. Uh, we are the two assistants on the team. Had their first game of the year against Cardinal Pacelli, or as I would call them, Cardinal Pasmelli. And they um, they had a few tall, Nordic-looking blonde gentlemen who really took it to us straight from Jump Street on my dear son in goal. Final score was something like 5 nothing. Yeah, I believe it was five. So, you know, 
for all that about Mayor worried about us running up the score, well, looks like there's egg on your face, babe. <laughs> yeah. Because we got hammered, but nowhere to go but up. Uh, how was Eli for you? You seemed a little frustrated with his game. I was a little frustrated. I did give him a, what were you thinking out there? <laughs> <laughs> but I said it just like that. So many times he was standing with his hands on his hips. Like, look, it's like, you all right, man? Something about kids at these age, they'll randomly just get incredibly lethargic and you don't know why. And they just look around and like, did someone stop the game? Yeah. No. And then they saw the team score. And it was like, everybody just stops. And it's kind of a chain reaction. You see one person do something and yeah. they all just follow it. And it's, uh, you know, it's kind of a hoot if you're a neutral, but there's no neutral. So <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to keep my yelling down, but, uh, yeah, no. And mine was never in like an anger. It was always in confusion. Like what? You've been looking forward to this for about three months. Launch <laughs> a <Entre> run. <laughs> Be nice if you gave it a go. Didn't have a ref, so some assistant or parent from uh, Cardinal Pacelli had to quote-unquote referee the game. Huge referee shortage out there. Um, I've got whistles in my car, so next time I might have to take up the mantle. You might lose me as an assistant, but you'll gain a tremendous, tremendous referee. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I'll tell you what else. We came home from that game and, uh, Eli, uh, was up at the kitchen sink to wash his hands. Two feet from him was the bat that I've been searching for for over a week. Um, Did we talk about it? I don't think we talked about the bat because, uh, Kevin was on the last one. Yeah. There was a bat. Yeah, well, there was a bat in my house, uh, woke me up last Thursday at three in the morning, flapping around in my room. Um, a real fucking nightmare. <laughs> and the bat removal people out here. I never found it. And they were out here um, Friday morning. They couldn't find it. I do not have a colony in my attic or anywhere else, which is good news. And then, uh, but the next day after that soccer game, I found it in my kitchen. And uh, they say, don't release them during the day because then predators might get them. So <laughs> two in the afternoon, I took it across <laughs> The street tossed into the woods um imagine waiting till dark to release your bat it just sounds insane <laughs> yeah they said to pull it put it in a cool dark safe space i'm like survival of the fittest <laughs> you know it's like you have you sure have a lot of mosquitoes for somebody who just got a bat you know at least you did earlier this summer, didn't you have? I remember you having a lot of mosquitoes in your backyard. My backyard gets a decent amount of mosquitoes. It is weird. Like I've always seen bats around. Um, you know, they can eat a hundred mosquitoes in an hour. There's just but, too many uh, to feast on, apparently. Yeah. Um, but your your son had to get rabies shots, which don't sound very fun. No, he's gotten three so far. He's almost done. <laughs> did well, you get any? He, so. <laughs> <laughs> You said Probably. once you once you get symptoms, it's too late. You're already dead. Yeah, but <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> they say like maybe one half of one percent of all bats would test positive for rabies, and a bat with rabies like would almost never go near a human or try to bite them. They just go somewhere and die. Sure. <laughs> um, and um, I sleep so light ever since I had a kid. And I just think 100% think I would know if I came in contact with it in my sleep. Um, 
but Eli was like not feeling well and sleeping on top of his um, covers on his bed. So I don't know what happened before he came in my room. So that's why he's had to face the shots. Yeah, I guess he'd feel like a real jerk if he got rabies. Yeah, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> Want, want. Now, if I did, I'm, you're going to have to help take care of it. <laughs> Kevin, we're going to need you to step up. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, Eli's ashamed of Kevin's takes on Stan. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Eli looked extremely bored by Stan's game plan. Oh, my God. That was Saturday the worst. <laughs> that was the worst kid game ever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At one point, my son Eli had his knees on the ground back to the field and like head down on his seat. Like you're sleeping at a school desk. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's having fun. First win. Yeah. And then today he saw uh, Arlo and Avery and he was like, uh, FCC got their first win last night. I was like, you don't care. (laughs) Don't try to act like you care. Also, when I picked them up from mom's house, uh, Steve had his earmuffs on. Because they were being so annoying. I guess they were being so loud that he just couldn't take it anymore. I was like, oh, is it a different energy with Eli here too? He's like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I think they had blocks out and they were like smashing him or something. But Jesus. Kids these days. Yeah, for real. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Yeah. Well, great game. It was, is it Wednesday? They're away. Wednesday away. So see you guys in Atlanta. Going down. Yeah, I'll be there. It's where I was right before everything shut down. My, my final super spreader event. Um, using that extra ticket next week? Probably. On someone? I don't know. Rude. Why? <laughs> I might have to kids? bring my kids. Uh, I'm guessing we'll find two from someone else who never comes to games. We can talk off, off air. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I like to air my laundry out publicly. All right. Who's out there? Amelia, what's good? I don't know. Did you announce that she was on the big screen last week? She was on the big screen last week. I saw it and like said, Amelia, I I was actually the first thing that said out of my mouth. I don't know if you heard me, but I was like, Cecilia. (laughs) (laughs) I I was all I was all turned around. I was just like, oh, Amelia. Oh, Cecilia Coyote. (laughs) Ah, Good to see on the big screen. I like miss it. Like that song, uh, Natalie Portman by Ozma. It's good to see her on the big screen. Now she's not thinking of me. I remember I, went, I once saw, uh, after we broke up, I saw Kristen K. Bear. Saw her on the big screen at a Reds game oh, on, yeah, the, yeah, on the yeah. Kiss Cam. I remember that. <laughs> Texted her. Saw you on the Kiss Cam. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, lady. <laughs> How are you going to say what am I talking about? You know, goddamn well, you were just on the kiss cam. Oh, was that? Oh, the kiss cam? What? Uh, <laughs> Me? No. <laughs> Couldn't have been. <laughs> it was you. I saw, I saw Ozma. I think uh, Weezer did like a poll for their openers when they came back with the Green Album tour. Sure. Everyone voted for Ozma, who sounds more like Weezer than Weezer. <laughs> hey, we heard that Green album, so we're gonna let's get them on there. Um, to play us out, Sting. Well, now I gotta play it. 
All right. Who do we play? Who do we play? Toronto. Uh, we play we've Toronto. been through this. Yeah. yeah. Enough Canada. Yeah. Get All right. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right. Really fizzling out. Great game though. Never forget. Goodbye. Farewell. been developing since 1981 maybe she's alone maybe she's alone what can i do what can i do there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing i can do There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing I can do. nothing